Pickaxe. Hello my friend, my name's Sean and I want to end your suffering. No, not like that. With meditation in my new podcast, Mindfulness for Gamers. Each episode, I'll take you through how mindfulness can help you to feel less anxious and frustrated and put you on a path of happiness, all through the lovely, grimy lens of video games. So make time to level up your mental health and take the first step on your spiritual skill tree. Join me and subscribe to Mindfulness for Gamers right here, right now. Really good. Thank you very much for that one. Hat Chat, episode 99, kicking off in style there by Alec Mm. Cosgrove. Thank you very much. I am Chris Trott. Hi, Chris Trott. I'm Ross Hornby. Wow. I am Chris Trott. Nice. Hi, Chris Trott. No, you're not. I'm Ross Hornby. Yes, I am. You're not. You're not Chris Trott. Ross has forgotten that he already introduced himself. Hi, Chris Trott. I'm Ross Hornby. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome Uh, to episode 99. uh, Man, it's... Episode 100 is going to be crazy with the amount of helicopters we've hired and the jets. Jesus, and stuff. I mean, it's just quantity on of the helicopters. Pressure. How yeah. many of them are you? Uh, there's just three of us, actually. So you want and nine helicopters? Yeah, yeah, most of them just the three flight formations. Yeah, the loudest yeah. thing we could possibly have on a podcast a helicopter. It would be well, nice. Nice. live from a helicopter. They are wildly impractical when you think about the sound elements of helicopters. Sound recording is insane. Awful. They, well, when you see them, in the, they've got the. So we're just flying over the. It's very like invasive. Yeah. It's not ideal. Do you think it's not we, ideal? Is that why there's not many podcasts in helicopters? I mean, I've not heard one in a helicopter, so. Or we can't hear shit in. But helicopter. we can be the first. Yeah, we can make it happen. We could be the first. We could. Yeah. We could be in the gun pod of an attack helicopter, and then it really would be a podcast. Oh, God. All in right. a way. We'll get on that. That's what we'll do. They're usually week. quite cramped. Trot, that's going to be on you. I, I don't go up in small aircraft anymore. They make me vomit. So um, after episode 100, we only do podcasts in pods yes. of any kind. Yeah, what will be the next pod? A time pod? Wow. Time capsule. How time capsule. Put a few more uh, down this week? Well, it's, yeah, it's weekly. <laughs> At what weekly point does podcasts. it become an enthusiastic time capsuler just becomes a person that's created a landfill in their own garden? Well, yeah. I get, but can Where's you not the pile line? them up? Like, if you like, just build a huge trench or one mm-hmm. bit, like, giant hole, like, bore a giant hole, and then well, slot them all on top em. of each other, yeah, and stack them. But I would argue that you'd probably want to move to a monthly. Depending on how big your land is, move to a monthly time I capsule. I think that would be annoying. Because like, how big is a time capsule exactly? If you're stacking the I'm time capsules a- on top of each other, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. As soon as you're like, okay, let's look back at them. You've got the most recent one on top, and you have to go all the way to the bottom stack. To get to the oldest one. It's yeah. not ideal. It would, it would encourage you not to peak, though, wouldn't it? Knowing sure that, it like, like, the oh, really God, juicy stuff's miles at the bottom. and, ugh. Oh, nightmare. God, now I'll wait. I'll what wait. do I do it What's the biggest thing? <laughs> what's, what's the biggest thing you think that they've put in a time capsule? Like, how big would you go? Like, we're talking, like... I know that there's, um, <laughs> there was a video, Tom Scott... <laughs> that's going true. in there. Um, Tom Scott video of like an archive but I'm not sure if an archive is the same as a time capsule like there's an archive like built underground in these mines and it's like mm. apparently perfect conditions for it and stuff but yeah time capsules are those kind of just yeah a shitty box that your teacher what, what would you prepares put, put? and then they bury it so- I don't know where they buried it what would you put in a time capsule that you think would be valuable that might not exist so for example like uh, antibiotics or rare metals uh, you know, are you going to put yeah. something in a time capsule that you're like, in the future, mm. dry land, sunscreen, that might be useful, <laughs> you know? Um, That's a good point, yeah. They had it in abundance today? and they barely used it. <laughs> aluminium foil. I'm still <clears> to this day convinced that one day we're going to look back on our use of aluminium foil and go, this was fucking wasteful. <laughs> Just yeah. And we've covered them. ourselves in that shit before. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've really gone to town on that stuff. And clean screen. Very hot. Jesus. Plastic packaging. I put tons mm-hmm. of that in there. Um, yeah. Well, that's the stuff that's going to be get rid of it. though. We can't get <laughs> rid of it. The, the, what, what things are going to disappear? You know, like well, freeze iPods, dried. We said the other day, 
Strawberries, freeze-dried them. Uh, what animals are going extinct? I'd, I'd stuff one of those in there. <laughs> You'd stuff one of those in it to help. Well, it's still extinct. alive. Shove it in. It's still alive. Maybe they'll be able to bring it back in the future. Get in there. No. Oh, stop scratching me. A Noah's Ark of live animals, and they're just <laughs> just perishing underground. Jars. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I okay. Know. Yeah. But, I like yeah, that. There's only so much you can. Maybe put not in living there. creatures then. A time capsule full of bees no. is a nice suggestion. Yeah, wow. that's. Yeah. Like that's an unfortunate truth. If we lose bees, though, we kind of mm-hmm. lose everything. Bees are kind of like unless we store each of these things um, in one of those. Uh, what is it? Sap. Store it in sap, right. and then years later, we'll do the Jurassic Park thing and bring it back. Just get a that. needle in there, get the DNA out, mm-hmm. and then boom, mix it with frogs if, somewhere, yeah. and then boom. If we do it manually, egg. bam, we've got the idea first. We've got it there. They go back and they just find this cluster of golden eggs, and each one is an insect and a creature. And then one of us should do, of course, and a giant one, kind of like Han Solo. <laughs> we should genuinely. <laughs> it do just this says clone me on our foreheads. Uh, maybe not genuinely do this, but we should do it right. Get all the like animals that are likely to go extinct in our lifetimes. Stuff yeah. them in these jars or sap or whatever. Stuff them. But we invest sap. heavily in setting up our own theme park. Or zoo that's entirely yeah. these animals. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, if we get in there early, it'll be yeah. a cheap investment for us. And then, Way cheap. you know, in Super 100, cheap. 200 years, our mm. great, great, great grandkids that we didn't have... Are pretty will, fine? But they'll be pretty fine, according to the song <laughs> Year 3000 by Busted. Well, I mean, they did call the whole... The not much has changed, but we live underwater... I that's think happening, that, yeah. Right? That's, yeah. That's, I, so an article about I mean, uh, uh, flooding in Australia and oh, various issues Oh, I saw the there. same article and I yeah. was like, how can we talk about this without just making me really depressed? Yeah. Do you know, know there funny. are climate just... ghettos? Do you know climate oh. ghettos? Right, no. I mean, it's amazing. It's, it's not amazing, it's terrifying, but it's also kind of just kind of interesting uh, in not an immediately depressing way. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, what's happening in Australia is certain parts are being so affected by um, climate catastrophes like flooding and stuff like that. They're becoming uninsurable for housing right, insurance. Yeah. So, so a really, really risky place to live um, in terms of if you're looking to not get your house destroyed. Uh, and so what's happening is people well, are selling up. banking music for you while you, while you play. They're selling oh, up. Okay. For how much, though? Because obviously, like... Not very much. I guess... Oh, okay. We've got the so backing music. So this kind of lightens it. It lightens yeah, it, which is just good. Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. Carry on. Can you turn it down know. a little bit? Is that going to come through back. on the recording as well? Can we get that yeah. in the recording? Is that coming uh, through? Uh, okay, start again. If not, but, it's... Uh, and yeah, basically, what's happening is... It's lightening the mood. These people are selling their houses for very cheap because nobody's interested in buying houses that are going to get destroyed by flooding every couple of years. Of course. But there are some people who are interested... And those people are young people, because much like a lot of Europe and the UK, young people are being priced out of the market by older, more financially endowed generations uh, speculating on the housing market. Mm -hmm. Right, Mm -hmm. so, as we all know, that's led to vastly increasing housing prices all over the place. So, young Australians are going, shit, these houses that are in these climate-affected places are really cheap because nobody wants to live there because they get destroyed. Nice. So they're like, I'm going to get the house I feel I deserve with three bedrooms and a yard instead of living in a shitty tiny place in the middle of a dirty city. So they go out there, they buy these things, and then guess what? Because they're in such terrible climate catastrophe areas... The prices of their houses don't increase, whilst the houses of all the ones that aren't in the climate catastrophe areas continue to increase. So they get trapped within that because there's no equity in the house they bought. Amazing. They're doomed. There we go. Love that. There you go. And that. that. What's that? That's the climate music, which we can bring back. That's the climate catastrophe music. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, that's that's essentially a climate ghetto. Yeah, mm, that's lovely. not cool. That's a shocking turn of events, but in a way, we saw it coming. Yeah, over oh, yeah, a long yeah, period of yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. What hypotheticals have you got for us this week? We're going to go back into it. So, yes, our wonderful patrons, thank you very much for supporting Hat Chat and having a little bit of interaction with the decision making here on Hat Chat. Mm-hmm. They have decided the first patron question. 
the hypothetical of the week, where we smooth brains indulge ourselves in philosophical debate about such stupid things as mm -hmm. the following. If you could take a sci-fi novel or movie and turn it into reality, oh, what would it look like? <clears throat> um, for a po right. for a positive Planet experience, apes. Planet of the right, Apes. Yeah. You're bringing the yeah, apes. two experiences. Oh god, one a positive, yeah. and one just a hellscape. Because <laughs> the idea of Interstellar is interesting, and obviously it's a negative situation on Earth. Obviously, you know, dust clouds are destroying crops. Um, mm -hmm. People are dying because of this. Uh, it's a disaster, and so they're hunting for a, a new world through you know, black holes. Um, and I'm not just saying this because I really enjoyed the film. Although I am, let's be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. And it's the first thing that came to my head when you sci-fi. I just instantly went, bam, Hans Zimmer, Interstellar, Chris Nolan, and Matthew McConaughey. Um, Matthew. But yeah, no, the idea of, uh, yeah, finding a new world, that was pretty cool. And then yeah. they actually do. And then, oh, spoiler. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. If you haven't seen the film, honestly, it's worth watching. I haven't spoiled it, really. <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of emotion in there. The time dilation stuff is scary. It's fucking horrifying. Yeah. You know, the seven, oh, uh, there's one point years. where it's, what, is it seven years to one? It's ages, yeah, yeah. To so, one hour or something? something like, yeah, and every hour we spend down here is seven years on Earth. And it's like, this guy's got a kid, man. He's not going to yeah. see his kid grow up. That guy needs a new watch. Yeah. That sounds he way needs a new watch. And honestly, they should have, yeah, really done that by the minute rather than by hours. But alas... That's um, if they, they found a new world, and I think that's that's a pretty good reality in the end. But dark. What about but, uh, uh, District Nine? <laughs> District Nine. Okay, so just remembering the premise of that. Did they? Is this kind of a hangover from the idea of um, oh, fucking? <sighs> I've completely forgotten it now. Yeah, it is based on a form of reality, or is that it's South more of African... a. What's the term? Because my brain. He's talking about apart apartheid. Apartheid, that's it. Yeah, because it's, right, right, right. it's it's got like it references that right. But it's a reflection using on that event. But it's more the, the bug creatures segregated. Um, brought to mm -hmm. the UK, not the UK. Sorry, South Africa. They, re <laughs> they refer to them as prawns in a derogative yeah, sense. In a very derogative sense. Fucking prawns. And they're treated like shit. Yeah, and then there's an uprising. So yes. I'd like that. Um, You'd like that. That'd okay. be a nice movie if we could do that. If not, Avatar. About Avatar, you want... <laughs> Smith took his headphones off and didn't get to react to that one, but um, Avatar is an interesting one. Is, and what's the most appealing part of it? Is it the going into the world and becoming one of the creatures without like actually... i to go into a pod. It's the ultimate yeah. VR experience, really. Like, you, you mm. literally lie in a pod so you don't have to do anything, yeah. and then boom, and like... you're a huge blue alien who's extremely athletic, and they've got a little mm. dangly tail that you can connect with everything. Um mm really sexually so i'm up for that in a way that makes me think of the matrix as well where it's like well you can yeah. have this essentially live in this fake dream world and do anything if you're aware of obviously the matrix and can have access to anything like they do in the does it have realm. to come um, with like the robot uprising kind of thing and us used as energy <sighs> batteries i'd like to think that there was a like a theme park element where you could be woken up but you're woken up to just literally take advantage of the fact that you can then do anything and go back into the world as this ultra i know everything i've gone into the code yeah. i'm enlightened but then i guess the whole point is you get chased by the agents who will take you down um yeah. but the premise is pretty cool you know you suddenly knew kung fu and uh karate and stuff that's pretty good that like, is cool click of a button imagine tinkering with that bad boy that'd be nice it's just brain mapping how long would you Knowledge. go is the real question how long would you make it what? coiled up at least coiled yeah like, a for the coiled? like one of those matthew oh. sausages <laughs> yeah the ones at the butchers these big old curly boys Very why is that so curl. that you can so it can naturally curl at request so it's coiled or would you like an innie that protrudes to an outie in the world That's of real I think that would be very beneficial, yeah. Because if you're mm. flying about all over the place, you don't want it flapping around. Or you don't want it. Or would it even be something that you, you need? Maybe it's just a giant big red button that just gives you just a pure hit of ecstasy. That would be nice. Yeah? 
It's like, yeah. bam. Woo. <laughs> all you need is I'm set. You know? Stimulus. Yeah. That's all you want. But you'd be I mean, fucking, I'd be hitting that button a lot, guys. It would be just like, well, I think oh, I'd, 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 ruin it. I'd ruin it for myself. Looking at our current Ooh. situation, right? Do you think it's more yeah. likely we're going to get a Matrix-like theme park where that technology is possible and you're going to have like a cool experience like that or it's just going to become a reality? Do you think it's going to be entertainment um, or is it just going to become the new norm? I think it depends how bad reality is. Yeah. I think obviously we, they are working towards obviously the virtual reality side of things, which, you know, if they can get senses to, to start reacting in, in, in a certain way, you know, maybe you're putting on a full-on face mask or an entire bodysuit, perhaps. That is, is probably not too far away from what could be made real. Um, so, yeah. But I don't, yeah, it's the, the Matrix element where it's like, it's all in your head, but you can experience everything. Like when he's eating that steak, it's like, I want to, you know, eat the steak. I can taste it. It's all good. Why the I fuck would I go steak. back and eat this porridge slop? It's like, well, yeah, you wouldn't. You know, you'd have that for <laughs> sustenance. Your body's fine. It's kept somewhere else, in a nice, safe place, away from those mm-hmm. evil robots trying to break I'd into like your to ship. I'd like to know who like signed up first of all, for, like the the robot power scenario. Like, there must have right. at least been a process, right? Are you telling me that one day all the robots suddenly just grabbed everyone? them all in tanks plugged them into uh sort of i want to know the early i want the transition period was did there you like watch a, the boston dynamics progress video yeah i did of yeah. like the stages and how that. like it's progressed over time that's <laughs> it you're watching it in real go, time there well hold on, all all humanity, on capturing all of humanity and putting them in pots like surely somebody knew There'll be a transition. Like, like Terminator style war. war. Terminator war, yeah. And then they just wrangled up all the remaining survivors and started breeding them and stuff. Mm. It was probably horrible, actually. I imagine. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to see that. That'd be a dark, like, future horror I'd like to see, you know? As in, I'm like, surprised as it's not been explored. Yeah, that would well, be interesting. Ro- robot wars. Robots winning, r- yeah, winning the war. Like, you know, yeah. I mean, Inside the Matrix would be really cool because that would then go into the like okay. yeah why why that existed all that sort of shit um but you know I, i'm certainly not against somebody creating a, a whole new idea mm. around that concept of like Apparently yeah what happens was explored when tech win animatrix yeah. remember the animatrix oh okay cool yeah Apparently that so was it's like a 28 days later but with robots kind of scenario where you've got the yeah. origin story of you know mm. the rage and fueled apes who then decide to well they just bite a human and that spreads that but you want like to see the the robots where they turn and in, in a way is, is westworld not kind of starting to cover those grounds that's actually coming out again soon, isn't it? The what series. if that is the unofficial prequel to the matrix holy shit, holy shit. can you imagine i mean ideas wise it's not not far off is it it's not far off no um what if they just come out into the i mean i i, I mean, have you seen the latest stuff of no. westworld Oh, uh, yeah, I, have, I don't want to spoil too much then. It's really good. But what if they escaped Westworld and then it just turns out the real world is also filled with them? <gasps> They've been there and the it's whole just time. Like, oh, fuck. Just slowly. There's a bigger world that's just filled with them anyway. Oh, Holy God. shit. There's no, any, yeah, no. no more <clears throat> organic slash. track. Animatrix if, does literally explore all of those ideas. Like, well, then I guess we'll like, um, watch that series. War and everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, uh, what yeah. if, right? There's guaranteed one of us is a Westworld robot. Mm-hmm. Which one right. is most likely? Ross. It's Ross. Definitely <laughs> Ross. I think um, the, the, you couldn't tell, right? You just couldn't. And like, that's that it, was yeah. the thing. Uh, unless they repeated scripts. So the things that they say over and over again, which is all three of us, really. We say the same thing. Oh, we thing say the same dick jokes and stuff. All over the time. and over, yeah. So, D- yeah. Um, and I'm Chris Trot. So we are. And I'm Ross yes. Holby. And I'm Chris Trott. Wait, you've, you've triggered my, my name. <laughs> Read out. Name Shit. protocol. He has to Whenever say I his name. And I'm Chris Trott. And I'm Ross Hornby. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. Um, no, I think we're all equally uh, robotic. Yeah. We are robots. And we were created to um, make repetitive content for 10 plus years. It was actually to yeah. make a really divisive society. Where people right. come to us and start really like going far right or far left, polarizing mm-hmm. opinions, mm-hmm. 
and then mm. start fighting each other. That was our aim, our mm. initial aim. But now we're so sophisticated that we can even make jokes of that fact and people mm -hmm, won't even mm -hmm. believe it. So Exactly. Further it's causing a divide. System. Mm -hmm. so it's we were supposed to be flipping right and left, um, like almost constantly. And we went hard really, lip really for a long time. We did, yeah. Um, hard lip. But we'll, we'll, we'll go back around. We'll, we'll make it work. Definitely. Um, mm. We'll become outspoken. It's fine. It'll happen. Okay, so we all really want a dystopic matrix-like future. So that's nice. Okay. Slash yeah. um, <clears throat> a zoo for, you know, sci-fi futures. Mm. That as well. And an avatar. That'd be nice. Um, would you like the second okay. patron question? Yeah, throw it Yes. Now, this one is going to require some real serious thought here, guys. So buckle up, and I really hope you've had a coffee. You've been turned into a non-electric inanimate object by a witch's spell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are needed by... You need a hundred people to touch you to break the spell. What would you be? I don't what, all, do they have to touch it all at once? No. No. Well, I just said a door handle. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, um, that, that would be one of the but best. But where things. is the door a handle? Seat. I a guess public toilet seat. A toilet seat is a good idea. Yeah, yeah, in an airport. Yeah. I'll be, a, I'll be oh, the God. door handle in an airport. You be the toilet seat. We'll be free in no time, mate. No time at all. A hundred we people. And we're like, how the hell do we get duped by this witch? God, we're so practical. Yeah, um, an but how do we? Electric, yeah. Non-electric. <laughs> Objects, so of yeah, course. it could be anything. Yeah, yeah well, I know you've got a um, fancy toilet, but not everybody has an electric yeah. fucking toilet seat. Oh, right. right? Sorry, yeah. I thought that was the norm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you ever worried about electrocuting yourself on the toilet where you're just taking a shit and maybe there's a malfunction? And... <clears throat> I had a dream the other day that I held an electric, a live wire, and I was just desperately trying to, you know, because you know what you like, you lock in and you lock into place. I was desperately, in my dream, I was just, no, no. God! And I was just really oh, fighting man, that urge. Right. I wanted to let go, but obviously it was. Yeah. Uh, We've all witnessed what it's like to have our hands electrically charged. They just contract the yeah. muscles and you grip it harder. Yeah, but that was fucking. What a dream. That really horrified me. I literally. Um, I, I don't think. I mean, maybe I forget them. Maybe I'm that good at, like, you know, obliviating my. Um, bad mem like memories but i just haven't had a bad dream in years i feel so lucky they're all just dreams. like well yeah not that good a dream not like you or know just like, no oh, dreams like, in general no i do dream but okay. like they're usually a bit mundane it's if all I'm really quality sex dreams yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice nice <laughs> she's having a great <laughs> time i'm there like, in the corner mm, help turn the power off <laughs> and i'm just like god i feel invigorated um another yeah. orgy wow <laughs> come on man just turn the power off so what I'm so part of your subconscious do you think is causing you to hang on to the the well, no, you're live stuck. wire? Well, no, it's just the fact that I know that you can't let go of it once you're like grounded but in. Let's you can't let go. This. Let's so that's why your subconscious is causing you to think about these things. Um, I don't know. I haven't really done any electrical work in <laughs> in some time. I don't Are know. Are you what. worried about how? Or maybe it's when uh, I can't let go no. of something. Uh, electric fences. Hold on. <laughs> Electric fences. I mean, electric fences. Have you held onto electric fence for any period yeah. of time? It that is a weird you. sensation. It's, a, a, yeah. it's like a, <laughs> it's a momentary thing, isn't it? It's just, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, it's not nice. Um, I wouldn't want to piss someone. Apparently that's really excruciating because it just yeah. goes up. Yeah. So you so want a really fun game, game, right? You get, so you get a bunch of people to hold hands. Mm -hmm. Then one oh, person yeah. grabs the wire and then you get the person at the other end of the chain to touch the wet grass. And basically, oh, it yeah, amplifies, it goes, right? yeah, it's sort of like a capacitive or something. It gets, you get a really big shock at the end and everybody else is just right. like conductors. Do that as okay. well. There's right. so many fun do, uh, things you can do with electric fences, as okay. well as just hanging on to electric live wires. Mm. It is scary, that concept, the fact that you can't let go of a thing that's killing yeah. you. Yeah, I mean. Also, I've seen yeah. videos of like yeah, pe where people like were doing electrical work, and then that happens, and it's like yeah, fuck. It's, it's basically it's just like, like let go of it, five head, and then they're smoking instantly, <laughs> and then I've seen I've seen a video like that where they just just like back stiff, just like go, idiot, idiot, yeah, God. I think uh, I've seen one yeah, of the guys being back. hit by a, um like a train like electric train one, so they're like oh, really oh, yeah, high that's, amp. Oh, that's one of the ones yeah. I saw. 
where Brutal. he accidentally yeah. like yeah. touched the train wire and exploded. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's I've seen that one as well. That's brutal. Nuts, oh God, I saw I saw something that I. Ugh. I might, don't even want to talk about it. Is that the thing that you'd like to I saw a theme park thing earlier on. And on yeah. I don't want to go on a, any theme park rides for a long time. Any <laughs> okay. at all? No. <laughs> it was the sound, the sound of responding. If, if anyone's listening and you know, like... What is it? Can horrible you, no, accident. Don't, don't, no detail, no detail. Like, be vague. Well, what you know that thing people... we went on in... Um, Oh, where was it? Was that it thing Germany? that dropped us in Germany. That thing that dropped yeah. us in Germany. Oblivion. It was an accident on that. Oh, it was that a horrible one. accident on that. Yeah. And it's just... Someone was obviously, uh, was filming it. And yeah. Brutal. I won't go into it anymore. If you really <laughs> are curious, it's online. And I don't I don't recommend you watch it. Because if you like, like theme park rides, you'll never want to go on one again. I definitely don't. Style where they're at the top. And it's it not... Drops, I, I don't even want to joke about there. it. It was so bad. I, okay. <laughs> that bad. Welcome to the Review of Death, a Doctor Who podcast, your fortnightly home for all the latest news and reviews of the longest running science fiction series in the world. Each episode will update you with what's happening in the world of Doctor Who. Is that not the most beautiful Doctor Who logo you have ever seen? Then we'll review an episode from Doctor Who's 60 year history, which we promise will be filled with lots of very serious discussions. This is the definition for Chumbly. Receiving a or taking a now, I was going to say, do Louis through like weird weekends with different doctors. This lady over here just got you to sign her knickers from 1986. Yeah. Does that happen often? Yeah. <laughs> not mm. as often as I'd like. <laughs> and if that's not all, we'll have guest presenters, interviews, tier lists, and more. So join us, Matt and Billy, for the review of Death from Pickaxe, a chat about the greatest show in the galaxy. Available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Ross has seen a lot. And as honestly, well. I don't Ross, even need to have seen anything. Just you're having these bad dreams all the time. <laughs> yeah. um, it might be all the traumatic shit you're looking at. It's, it is. It is. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen some weird shit. It's because, again, we were indoctrinated at a young age. You know, we're getting those shitty, weird videos on Bluetooth being sent to us. Ah, that's really funny. But then you want to you, you end up going down the rabbit hole and seeing weirder shit. I'm just glad Live Leak isn't a thing anymore, you know? But you're still finding well, shit like that somehow. Yeah. I've, it comes up. Where? Yeah. <laughs> Where's it coming up? Twitter. This was on Twitter, this one. This, that was, was on like, Twitter? Oh yeah. Who the fuck are you following? <laughs> well, this is the thing. I try and find funny news stories, and you get all, all sorts of weird stories come up. And that's right. like half, 90% of them are not funny. They're just horrible or, you know, horrendous politics yeah. stuff. And it's like, occasionally something really rough comes up. And <laughs> curiosity <laughs> gets the better of you. You're like, God, what actually happened? Why are people so shocked by this? And it's like, Yep. Oh, no, I agree. Why. I'm also now very shocked. But, <laughs> I'm part yeah, of that group. I will be taking a yeah traumatized trip to a theme park anytime soon. Jesus Christ! <laughs> mm-hmm. And honestly, the sound. I'll say it's the sound that was worse than the video. So, oh god, I don't want to start helps. like my. If that starts, starts painting a picture for you, <laughs> it does. <laughs> did, yeah. did the video start with headphones on? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, headphones on. Hilarious laughing emojis. <laughs> No, it wasn't that. Yeah, it was just more like uh, Jesus Christ. This is shocking. Um, My brain is like trying to create an image, and I don't want to. So let's move on. I can. I'll happily send it to you later if you really want want to. to. I don't think you should. No. Why isn't my violent death searcher providing any funny news? Um, Trot, what um, inanimate object would you be? Did you say? You've been a witch. Completely transformed into something. Um, what is it? A hundred people have to touch it. Maybe we went too easy with the whole door handle thing. Maybe it needs to be a bit more obscure. Grey Fire's Bobby's nose. Grey Fire, oh, okay. Nice. Statue. That'd be just the nose. <laughs> just the nose piece. Um, just a little bit of the nose of the dog. I guess there's, there's so me. many things you could be. What this, I mean, there's sometimes signs up where it's like, don't touch like certain screens or the glass or whatever, but people always do. So maybe it'd be something like that. So it's like, it's not the easiest win. It's kind of yeah. like people are advising not ago, to, but you will touch the glass. I would have been you hand sanitizer the... gel. Right. Yeah. Nowadays, people Water. are just like, nah. Water. <laughs> touch me. I guess they're not um, inanimate, are they? Liquids. Mm, true. Well, particle. Nah. 
I'm not going to get into science. I don't know enough. Bannister. <laughs> like, you know, like, like a handrail down some stairs. Handrail, yeah. A handrail um, to a subway. God, these are boring, aren't they? Um, these are. This is the thing. These, these are the, practical. The question drove it that way. It really, yeah. Not it, Non-electric was, was it's fine. But maybe it should have been really, like, even more niche. So, like, you know, in a specific place, in a museum or a room or whatever. Or, Does getting pissed know. on count as being touched? Um, are you I, don't think I think so. it I does. So. I think it does. So I'd be a urinal. Yeah, I'd be a urinal. <laughs> just to gobble it down. <laughs> but it's just like my it's your mouth, my bottom <laughs> joint. So you don't look like a urinal. You look like your face shaped yeah, like a. It looks like a cartoon of <laughs> my Al Smithy's jaw my just opens like... like a snake. Would you have a little piss cake <laughs> in your tongue as well? No, a little urinal I'd have one cake dangling from my head, one of, like one of those deep sea fish. A lure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they've got a piss on the cake and it's all dangles in front of my face. You've got a hundred different pisses in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, and that's different. For and it's like one, one. One. And oh, does the hundredth spell mean you just transform back with someone's piss in your mouth? Thank you. broke the spell. I think it's what. Honestly, I would take piss in the mouth to get rid of that spell. I'd take all sorts to get rid of that spell. You don't want to be stuck as something. I mean, what if you were glory hole? Be, Ross would be a sit-down toilet. A sit-down toilet, yeah. <laughs> Even bigger. So all the way his in. Neck. His neck and then his eyes go on the system. And then his lower mouth. Yeah. And the flushing mechanism isn't good either. That's, no. That's just, you're processing that. Oh, again, yeah. I, can't, I can't get it down. you got to swallow everything, Ross. Would you do that to break that? Break that curse. <laughs> this is like a well, so you God. have to be like a human centipede. Essentially, you're a human you're toilet. Take, you're the at the back of the centipede. Yeah. You're swallowing. It's it not down. electric because it's a flushing toilet. It doesn't need electric. It's what's so genius about it. Oh yeah, of course. So, yeah, it's just a your your big lips gush are, of water. are the warm toilet seat in this scenario because mm. obviously, <laughs> I mean it's. We sit on there. I think if we had options like this, this would be one of the worst options. God, I shouldn't have had all those bees. Yeah. <laughs> but what about being a, like a glory hole? Like, do you think that's being quite bad? Being a glory hole. Being a glory hole, because obviously you will you will come into contact with potentially hundreds of people. I'm not sure what the timescale would be, Christ. but you are just a yeah, you're just a, a hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> receiving. But you're just and a giving. Hole, I, I don't know. You're a bit of both. You're, you're back filled by you, or is it just a hole? You're, like you're the basically the washer between two choose, people. It has your animated eyes on it. So. <laughs> Hurry up! Get the next one in! <laughs> you're trying to rush the queue. Need to get through a hundred. Can't honestly really work it because this is taking ages. <laughs> this is silly. Should have been a, something like else. a glory hole. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, those are really disturbing and disgusting um, options, but better than a door handle, I guess. More interesting. More interesting. What about More those, interesting? like flappy plastic um things that people use to go into um like a canteen you know like a kitchen oh, right, yeah. a, a supermarket or whatever and you, you've got to peel away all these plastic oh those flaps vertical yeah. flaps i'd the be door one of those flap things yeah it'd be one of those uh-huh. uh oh he brushes smith you'd, you'd be a ball in a kid's ball pit wouldn't you <laughs> just one ball <laughs> I think he's, like he's, he's in the sea. He's like, oh god, fuck! I'm I'm going to the bottom. No, no. I'm being buried. I'm not. I'm, I'm going to be stuck here forever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's definitely some balls in the ball pits that like don't get touched for a long time as well. Oh, right? yeah. Like, although I mean, there must be. I think there is a washing system. There is. Um, it's like a big Hoover. It, that sucks it can actually out. be quite bad. Did you like, see that one in London? Yeah, but nowadays wise. maybe. But back when we were actually small enough to carry out ball pools, definitely not. There was. Yeah. I once went to a jungle jungle. Where I like crawled through a tube and just crawled through some kid's piss. Like, <laughs> uh, like, oh, like, like, <laughs> you just went through like, some piss. This is like three stories oh, up, right? This is going to be a real bitch for an adult to get into to yeah. clean. And I was crawling through it. And I'm like, oh, it's all wet. And it was like one of those inf- like inflatable, <laughs> like plastic covered things. So it yeah. sits on the surface. So I'm just splashing through this thing on my hands and knees. And it's just oh, piss. God. I don't know uh, ever, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I ever thought about how filthy that environment is. Yeah, yeah. In reality, horrible. why you do know, they want to go there? Hundreds of kids clambering for- over this plastic, and just like it's not going to be washed for a while anyway. So if you're going later in the day, you are. Ugh, 
rolling around in filth. <laughs> oh, you got a 4 p.m. booking. Ooh, mm. Okay. All right. Well, are you sure? Does the kid want God. the optional pongo? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if there's any uh, parents listening now, I mean, maybe that's a new thought. Maybe they didn't even consider it. I don't know. I, mean, yeah. but I imagine you would. I think mess is kind of like comes part and parcel doesn't it i mean it does we have to wipe an ass every day all right i'll be a jungle gym <laughs> you'll be a jungle gym so <laughs> i mean gonna be a whole the whole gym, gym. The whole i mean gym. yeah you'll, you'll, that'll probably be over very quickly in an hour a whole yeah. soft play area that's not bad that's quick but the entire area jesus a gunge okay, tank um, i'd be a gunge tank, a gunge tank. <laughs> <laughs> and get your own bank why? <laughs> well, I think Dave we covered all the Phyllis. bases there for our Patreon questions. Yeah. So, uh, Ross, I think do you have so. Any, yeah. You know, when you're trolling through and finding really like there traumatizing is some funny stuff. News. Yeah, these aren't traumatizing necessarily. Um, well, let's see. I mean, it's, it's more weird ones. There's <laughs> this one was just the headline was just interesting, um, and the it starts with "This is Mom's life." Uh, a British Columbian woman was breastfeeding a child and then saved a pet goose from an eagle. So just a series of events wow. was uh, quite funny. Apparently this uh, went viral on TikTok. But, so there is footage of a woman who's currently breastfeeding. I mean, I don't, I don't know how much you can... Sh- I mean, you can't see it. It is censored by um, the baby. But she had a pet goose and had to rush out to save it from an attacking eagle. Um, right. I mean, I don't know how many people have a pet goose, but that's you know, quite a novelty. Looks like she's got quite have. a lot of land there. So it's, I feel like she's got yeah. the, the space yeah. for them to roam. Um, I want to watch the video just to see see how crazy it is. You can hear a goose going, ah, 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 and then obviously there's an eagle flying down, attacking and trying to grab that goose. Um, whilst a breastfeeding woman comes running out of a house and yeah. scares the eagle away. The it's choice. as simple as that. Do you want um, to flick the title, it, make sure there's, any, there's no nip slips? I don't think there's any nip slips in that video, Trot. I don't think you're getting any nip slips. You'll just yeah, see. So if you are watching the video on um, our Hat Chat YouTube channel... Um, You'll get to enjoy uh, a woman go. rushing out oh, to save... Oh, there it goes. Uh, wow, eagle swooped in. It was wow. on the porch. The goose, look at the oh. goose. is dragging it. It's getting oh, it. Oh, my God. Probably done some damage with those oh, talons. Oh, wow. Oh. She really is just topless. Well, she's got... A, yeah, she's breastfeeding. She's pants. Um, it's a very unique scenario. I just thought that was an interesting kind of like scenario there. Um, also, there's an update. You know, a few hatch hats ago, we talked about the guy who um, ate... God knows. I mean, how many Big Macs is it now? Oh, 32,340 yeah. Big Macs. The Big Mac guy who yes. only eats Big Macs Big Mac every day. Guy, yeah. He is he celebrating 50 years of eating a Big Mac every day. He I'm hit so that glad ma- you didn't milestone say he on died. the 17th. <laughs> no, he's not dead. Um, he's doing all again, right. Again, we, we discussed this. That obviously, it's, it's you know, calorie-wise, I don't think he's going over his daily amount to, to an extreme degree. I don't think he's having fries with it. I think he freezes it, them, doesn't he? just that one Big Mac a day? No, no, he has one for lunch and dinner. Or does he have one for breakfast as well? I thought... I think he did have um, had it for every meal, didn't he? I, not every meal. Oh, God. Ah, oh, it's so bad. Well, he, he has mean, one at least one a day. You have to and that was the, that was the story. Um, almost every day, yeah. yeah. He actually eats two um, Big Macs a day, more often than not, apparently. There, there we go. How can you be excited about having a... Big Mac. If you had, if there was one thing that you had to eat for fifty years of your life, what what would it be? Do you think? Lasagna. Oh, you wouldn't get bored of lasagna. I fucking love lasagna. I'd, I I'd love probably lasagna. choose something stupid like a grape. You know, I could eat a, a grape, grape every day for fifty years. Yeah, I mean, it's no, not. Right. You need to have. It needs to be something you want to have, <laughs> not just like a. You've now. You're now being force fed a grape every day. It has to be something that you like. Oh, grapes I really nice. want. Like, I like something grapes. you enjoy enough that you could say, "I'm having this every All right, day." Creme brulee. <laughs> Fucking hell, a creme brulee. I mean, so, uh, Why are they yeah. congratulating a person on what is just clearly an addiction? Well, like, yeah. This is, I don't know. This is just McDonald's an addiction. McDonald's are celebrating them. For yeah, sure. Of course they, they are. are. Fucking hell. Of course, of course they are. This is propping us up, buddy. Not only is this guy not even... He's not obese. He's not in a position where he looks, I mean, extremely... Mm-hmm. This is nice. Anything, so You got a picture outside McDonald's because they celebrated him and it's a McDonald's sign with the D-O-N and S missing off the sign. Oh, what? because he's eaten them? Don. No, no. Yeah, congrats Don on 50 years of Max. So they've kind of... That was the McDonald's that celebrated him. Nice one. Yeah. He is the true... Ronald McDonald himself. Oh, look what I did. Oh, I yeah, love... He's, he's got the <clears throat> packaging for throughout the decades. Yeah. 
Holy okay. crap. I mean, the, uh, if anyone is out there and you're desperate to kind of like make something of yourself, I mean, there are loads of different ways to do it. Maybe just, yeah, maybe go for the Burger King or maybe go for a Whopper a day and see, the single see meal how that gets you. Um, yeah, a big fast food chain as well that will like love just, that. Yeah, because honestly, they fucking lap up that free advertisement and you can enjoy a fast a minute food of fame. thing for every day and not get shamed for it. You'll be, if anything, celebrated by the Guinness World Record books, Book of World Records. Um, what else have we got here? We've got um, a couple of dog news stories here, one of which... Um, is a couple woke up to find a dog snuggled in bed with them. It wasn't theirs. They just woke <laughs> up and there was a... I mean, they had dogs, but it wasn't their dog. Um, so they, this. they Guilty! Guilty. <laughs> oh, hi. Um, it says here, when Julie Johnson noticed a furry creature snuggled up in bed with her and her husband in the middle of the night, she didn't think too much of it. After all, they have three dogs. Oh, uh, but when the couple woke say. up the, the, in the morning, they found an entirely unfamiliar face staring at them. Uh, the interlope was big, brown, and furry. Absolutely not my dog. Uh, I rolled over and stared at my husband, and he stared at me. We were like, is this going to hurt us? Uh, what do we do? Where it's a Labrador bulldog mix as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, somehow it got into their home. And yeah, so they posted on Facebook. And I think quite quickly they found the owner who said he just likes to uh, escape sometimes and get into people's houses. So luckily it was That's just a, a friendly thing. But that could have, I mean, that could turn if that's, I mean, I'm guessing obviously they'd, they'd be more secure yeah, with it if it was a dangerous wild. dog, but I mean, I'm surprised funny. the other dogs didn't go like, who the fuck yeah, are you? Yeah, what the fuck? Or bark at the fact that there's a strange dog there, but maybe there's three yeah. of them, they're all used to dogs being around, they just kind of, yeah, or um, mate, deal yeah, with you, it. You're getting in the bed as well, are you? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Uh, in, the other yeah. dog story is a, a sad dog story, um, especially if you're a fan of pugs in the sense that uh this the headline says pug health is so poor it can't be considered a typical dog in a study which is strange because obviously uh, smith that's one of your favorite dogs isn't it what does that it mean was that was what you would consider a... i realized this really is yeah. it, it's it's they're lovely little dogs but it literally is dooming a, an animal to live just a suffer really, for kind of yeah, cuteness ill life and it's just a bit unfair i think to um, perpetuate that and I think this, it really I mean, we, rings true when you look at like the pug over the years of how much it's we've shifted its looks <laughs> into what it yeah. is nowadays, and you're like, oh god, we inbred it so much it did that. <laughs> mm, it's yeah, got respiratory problems. But, yeah, it just says the new studies suggest that pugs face uh, serious health conditions that they can no longer be considered a typical dog, typical dog from a health perspective. Um, which, yeah, so that's pretty. I mean. It goes That's into a bit more detail, but there are other dogs way. similar to that. So bulldogs, boxes mm. are bred for their distinctive looks. Um, yeah. I, I want to see like I'd love to see a culture now of like abandoning pedigree by definition and mm. just of like going like right. How do we create dogs that look like nice, but and have the things that people like about them, but also like really healthy? For example, like yeah, yeah how could healthy. we? How could we get like a really good snout on a dog, which is like a handsome looking snout, you know, as as well, you know, like as yeah. in it it just it is unfair to the animals if I think they're being bred in a way that mm. causes them to have a life of suffering. It's just yeah, it's I mean, irresponsible very adorable dogs. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, they are. The, that's yeah. it. Yeah, but it doesn't mean they can't have a, a happy life as well. Yeah, because so you you've got you, one as well. It's not against the owners necessarily, but I'm sure. Yeah, it's, no, a, it's very, I, yeah. very strange for them to consider it not a typical dog. I don't know. What, I mean, they're still a dog, right? I think because there's probably dog. like a baseline of health, um, yeah. and then there's like you know all of the genetic factors of different breeds affecting that baseline. But they're yeah. just so fucked up in so many ways that yeah, it's got a lot of unique. It's problems just a lifetime of yeah, yeah, because it doesn't just stop at the face either. They've got heart problems. They're really common. They commonly have heart problems, um, and there's all sorts of problems with other breeds. I mean, we we know this. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it is our vanity ultimately, and and you need to own that if you if you do know knowingly get into mm. a breed that has issues, you just got to be like, right, well, I've got to pay for all this shit. Yeah. I've got to make sure this dog is as happy well, as thing, possible. This article also states that yeah, it says uh, Doctor Hill says people who buy dogs uh, do so in good faith, and it's important not to attribute blame. But there yeah. are things that can be done for existing pug owners, like looking out for symptoms of breathing difficulties, such as excessive panting or lots of noise during breathing. Um, in summer mm-hmm. months, pugs are more at risk of heat-related problems. 
um, yeah. because they have less airway. So they need to be kept cool. Um, and while the barrel-shaped bodies are really cute, weight management is important as well. Uh, an overweight short-faced dog is like a pug at even greater risks. So yeah, I mean, so there's things they can do, but yeah, it's um, yeah. A, sad pug, sad news for the pugs. Indeed, there are some really good breeders out there, like certified breeders that follow a really strict code of making mm. sure that they're not inbreeding and they have like a good yeah. selection and variety. So it's not, thankfully, not everybody. Yeah. I mean, it's there's inbreeding and then there's pedigree standards as well, though, isn't there? Like, as in, like, I'm sure they are taking all these steps to not create unnecessary suffering and dogs that are horrifically unhealthy. But just yeah. following a pedigree standard of what a pug should look like, you yeah. are inherently creating an animal that For has sure. issues. Yeah. Um, but right now, obviously, there's big money in the dog game. Yeah, of course. There's the reason any <clears throat> evil exists in the world is money. Um, mm-hmm. I suppose, but yeah, I mean, you can you can get crossbreeds that have larger snouts, for example. Yeah. Like that's one way that they can counter some of the pug, the puggle, for example, which is a beagle pug cross. It means that they get more of a snout, which reduces the amount of problems they have with breathing. I don't know. Yeah. It's it's a complicated idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah, bumped into a guy who has a French bulldog. I've seen him a couple of times around here, and um, he came up to me the other day. He goes, "Oh, you got to be careful with your dog." Some guys, two guys, came up with a knife and tried to steal my dog from me. I was, like, I was like, Jesus Christ, Christ. They, really? He's like, yeah, I, I fought him off and ran away. But just be careful with yours, you know? Just keep on the lead. I was like, well, yeah, I, I do. But he was just yeah. wandering around with this French, it's very cute little uh, grey French bulldog, but um, yeah. he's threatening to steal it away from knife point. I was like, fucking hell. And my friend's dad, my dead friend's dad had the same thing happen to him in, oh um, in some like rural Somerset. Like a guy what? literally just jumped out of a head. Jesus. and tried to nick his dog and luckily he was like an ex-doorman um and dealt with the guy but like they um yeah i mean if it was because he doesn't usually walk that dog it's his daughter's dog and he was right. walking it for her so if she'd been out in the same field walking along then she probably would have had a bit of a different experience but he was mm. sort of i mean yeah not just not because she was well yeah no she would have had a different experience so yeah, yeah. it's scary as fuck yeah and well there's high value kind of, to him that's the thing i think it was a puppy mm. at the time so yeah, much, like much higher value in puppies versus puppy. older dogs, but still. Damn. Yeah. Um, it is handy if the dog was an ex-Dorman. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. This last story here is just a reference to the, something that we made for Smith a while ago. Um, and it's Balenci- Balenciaga is the brand, I think, launched mm-hmm. a fully destroyed sneakers. Um, worth a whopping how much are they sorry I don't know what that what P is uh, 18 $1,850 for these destroyed fucked up shoes that you'd probably if you'd even worn them for like 20 years that's probably what they'd look like especially if you trampled through mud and Mm -hmm. maybe they were run over by a car they are completely destroyed and they're selling like a you know they've only made like a hundred of them as part of their Paris collection um, yeah, but it reminds me of that time when we went um, and made Smith some for Smith, torn yeah. up clothes but we just went out and started ruining a load of clothes and saying it was um, of high value and becoming Kanye right was that, that was yeah that was it yeah yeah becoming Kanye something like that, um, something like that? but yeah oh, they've actually crazy I mean, drug addled rant as well mm. I mean I know why yeah. yeah that was it that guy was I, don't, I can't remember even what half he's what he was talking about I but think I think he, he was knew. I don't know either yeah, he was but, but a um, vessel <laughs> I mean, I see why they do these things. Is it, you know, it, people talk about it because it's bizarre, and obviously there's only a unique few of them. But yeah, it's just a bit of a piss take, especially in the current state of the world. It's like, yeah, spending two thousand dollars on destroyed s- sneakers just seems in poor taste. But that's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, well, there's actually an interesting thing uh you know kendrick lamar released a new album recently and there's a oh, song yeah. in that that's one of the most popular songs in it is basically about like get rid of all this stupid designer shit and like why are you i mean it's more complicated than that than just like get rid yeah. of it but like it, it is nice to hear somebody in that position just being like because well, he could he could benefit from that right because that's something that he could technically benefit from through promotion yeah um and it's well, he's benefiting. Also, at the same time it's just like well you know why is that worth more than just because one person's promoted it over anyone else yeah um but yeah i mean the fashion industry is very bizarre but in this yeah it it seems like a very odd thing to push currently when everyone's like desperately like trying to pay energy bills are sky high and all sort of shit which normal people have to deal with but isn't it creates a clickbait article doesn't it 
he supports R. Kelly, right? Does, does he? he? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he does, yeah. <laughs> How so? As in, like, As in, like he defends him. He, oh, what he did? Jesus Christ. I think so. Does he also defend Michael Jackson? I don't know. And what he did? Or are you all pretending that doesn't happen? <laughs> MJ? He's got know. some great tunes, so he's forgiven. Yeah, I oh, can bang out a good tune. <laughs> Not one uh, for a home nursery. <laughs> He's yeah, dead no, now. it's ridiculous. Sorry. I mean, I, I, you would hope that the world is changing a bit at the moment. It certainly feels that way to me um, in a lot of ways. So hopefully the age of stupid shit like that is becoming more and more obvious as crypto bro bullshit, right? Like, the, like there was a lot of... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like eventually people will move from buying brands to buying decent stuff again, as in things that are well-made and things yeah. that are like useful and durable and nice-looking and made of quality things. And hopefully, you know, all these different things coming into people's purchasing decisions, hopefully. I tell I you know. what I've been doing I, recently I, I, that you might all actually what? really enjoy. Uh, it's yeah. a site or app called Vinted. Um, well, I've heard, it's yeah, not, I think not I've heard of it. Not sponsored yeah. in any way, but it's basically mm-hmm. secondhand people selling their clothes. Yeah, um, yeah, I've heard. Not more one, often yeah. than not, it's like stuff that they got as a gift or whatever, not used. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good way of just like getting some stuff that you want. Yeah, but, uh, there's a few. Is there Depop as well? Is that I don't know if that's yeah. It's the same. But yeah. I can vouch for eBay. Eventually. Used to be used for it. shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I think people don't really use eBay for that anymore. Um, but, yeah, no, it's cool. for good exactly, yeah, reusing. <laughs> that's what that's reusing for. shit definitely. What's the thing? Like, they're moving towards like being able to repair like expensive hardware now as well, which is yeah, probably the, right to the best route for it. Because when you consider how much stuff is probably being chucked, like electrics wise, it'd be good to be able to actually just go into your you know the back of your iPhone and just replace a couple of bits and make it last a lot longer. Right to repair and all that sort of but stuff. I'm sure they'll mm-hmm. find ways to go around that, right? These big fuckers. Probs. Mm-hmm. Probably. Right. And but that's hey, all the stories I have. That is it for today, then. And we've got a big bumper 50-minute episode for you all. Um, wow, so enjoy that. Um, you already have. You're at the end. Well done. Mm-hmm. Um, so next week... Congratulations. We'll be back. As per usual, thank you once again to our patrons for supporting us every week. Patreon.com slash Hatfilms. You get credit at the end of the YouTube video if you want to check out the visuals on this. Um, that's available if you want just search for hat chat podcast on youtube and also if you want to send us an email with some funny news or mm-hmm, maybe a mm-hmm. fingle um please send it yes. to hat chat at hat hyphen films.com that would be much appreciated and we'll see you all next week have a bloody good one yeah. Enjoy we're back the for episode 100 the next big hundo. week yeah, the yeah, big yeah. Hundo. what will we do for it something special probably not see something you then nice and familiar <laughs> The same thing. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.